Sota, Perik Zayn, Mishnah Dalet, 7.4. This Mishnah discusses the second of the eight items listed in Mishnah base that must be said in Lashna Kodesh. This referring to the Chalitza, meaning that uh, when a woman is not going to be performing Yibum and she has Chalitza instead, so the, the would-be Yavam, her brother-in-law, and her, the would-be, the Chalutza, as she's called, um, have this... Uh, I'll call it discussion, if you will, in front of the Bez when they make certain declarations. So what happens is she would say, She says her brother-in-law refuses to uh, marry her and establish a name for her late husband. She says that specifically in Hebrew. That's our point here. That must have said those exact words, that exact quote, word for word. And the Bez says to him, is that true? When he says back, Lo chafati lakachta, he says, yes, I do not want to marry her. Um, again, he has said that in the original Hebrew. And then the procedure includes that she takes off his shoe. She spits on the ground in front of him. And uh, and then she says, Thus is done to the man who refuses to build up his father, his brother's um, home. Again, in Lashna Kodesh, that has to be as well. Now that third sentence, thus shall be done. Um, the Pasuk actually reads more fully, if you will. It says, and she responds, speaks up, and says, thus shall be done. So we have there the that's the same very similar, she responds or speaks up and says that we had in the previous Mishnah, which was a Gezer Shava that connected the Mikra Bikurim, the declaration that we said by the Bringing Bikurim, to the Brachas and Klalos that happened at Har Agriz and Har Evil, which were done in Hebrew. So those extra words will be the basis of this Tanaka Mashita, uh, and um, then we'll go back and see Rabbi in a moment. So the Mishnah says, inside, Mishnah Dalad begins, it says, Chalitza Ketzad, how do we know that the Chalitza must be done in Hebrew? Here again, the word Ketzad is functioning like it's in the previous Mishnah, talking about how do we know, like Minayin, as opposed to how does it work? Amra, because the verse says she speaks up and she says, that's by the Chalitza, as I just read to you. Ulahalan, who Omer, and also the Pasuk says, Va'anu Halavim Va'amru. The Levim speak up and they say, just as the speaking up and saying that the Levim do has to be done in Lashna Kodesh in Hebrew, the original, Afkan Balashna Kodesh. So too, in the Chalitza procedure, it must be done in Lashna Kodesh, the original uh, Hebrew words. So that really is functioning pretty much the same way as we had in the previous Mishnah. That said, Rabbi Huda disagrees. Rabbi Huda Omer, Va'ansav Amra Kacha. He says, no, the basis is not a Gezerah Shava at all. He says, he has a tradition regarding Gezerah Shava, which I'll get back to in a moment. And Gezerah Shava always requires some tradition that these words are significant to connect to um, sections of the Torah together. But he says that's not the basis from which we learn the requirement to speak in Lashna Kodesh. But rather, um, it's the next word, Kacha. Because um, Kacha means like just so. So he reads the Va'antza Amra Kacha. She speaks up and she says Kacha just so, as follows. And that means specifically in these words, in the Hebrew words, as they are in Lashna Kodesh, said in the Pesukah themselves. Says the Mishnah, Ad Shetomar Balashna Hazeh. She must, to fulfill her obligation, say in these very words, meaning in the Lashna Kodesh, the original. So, in other words, Rabbi Huda is saying that it's the word Kacha which teaches you 
the need for Lashna Kodesh and not the Gezer Shashava of Va'antzava Amra. Now, that being the case, um, we have to ask the question, Boldatanakam, what does he do with the word Kacha? Um, because Chazal understand that the word, the juxtaposition of this word Kacha next to Va'antzava Amra is significant. So, the Tanakama holds the Kacha tells you that it has to be not just that you have to say it just so, but you have to act it out just so. Meaning that if you don't do the removing of the shoe or the spitting on the ground properly, that's also Me'akev, that one wouldn't have fulfilled the mitzvah of Chalitza properly, and we'd have to do it again. Now, the truth is that Rabbi Yehuda also holds that. So how does he know that's the case? Because he says that Kacha um, itself is... Uh, a bit superfluous. You could have used to use the word like ko, thus. So kacha, the extra kaf, tells you two things. First of all, it has to be in Hebrew, and second, like the original Hebrew, and second of all, that the actions are ma'akev. So now, that being the case, what does Rabbi Yehuda do with the Gezerah Shava of Va'anza Amra? He says you need it to teach you that the Levim must do their brachas and klalos in Hebrew. That's all the way around. In other words, according to Rabbi Yehuda, he didn't have a tradition that there's a Gezer Shava that, from the word kol, like it's in the previous Mishnah, of kol, kol, connecting the voice in which Hashem responded to Moshe to the voice in which the Levium are talking to the Klai's children, the Brach Naklaus, namely in Lashna Kodesh. Since he didn't have a tradition for that word kol being Gezer Shava, and Gezer Shava requires a tradition, therefore he is stuck. How do we know that the Levium had to do it in Hebrew. He says, this Va'anzava Amra is teaching you from this part of Chalitza to the story of the Levim, not the other way around.